Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. And I'm Beverly Bryant. And today we are doing some new musica for all of y'alls. And uh, of course, uh, the classic combo is back. How you doing, Bev? Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> Reunited and it's understood that we're going to play some new music because that's my department. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to wrap up the song first. Uh, this is Combo Chimbita with their track Aomale. This is from their new album. This is the title track. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to dive deep into some new musica with Beverlisha, Brianisha. <laughs> about Combo Chimbita's new album. Yes. Um, so I'm so glad you brought this in. Um, I, um, I'm actually, I've got a feature on them coming out, and uh, the album is just, um, I love how much it brings out their, like, rock side. If you mm-hmm. listen carefully, mm-hmm. it's, like, very rock and roll. Like, 
Kind of. Some of it reminds me of the Mars Volta. Yes, totally. But also like the, you know, the folkloric side and, you know, the, the, the Cumbia roots and the various other like Afro-Caribbean roots that they have in there is very interesting. But like the thing I love about it the most is that, um, you know, I talk to them and I'm like, so, okay, what's that one rhythm? Um, I asked Andres, the drummer, and he's like, um, you know, I was listening to a lot of Dominican um, folkloric music when I was uh, writing that, but I didn't, it, I just came up with that. So the thing is, it's like, they're making a lot of music that's like inspired by right. um, traditional music, but it's actually their own thing. Yeah, they're kind of just riffing on tradition, which is really, really cool. It's just like, sure, that's the that's the base or whatever, but you know, we're 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 entering completely new waters. And uh, yes, I I've also been blown away by this uh, by this album. I too am trying to write a feature on it. Um, that's you know, that's, we don't know if that's happening yet or not. Um, but yeah, it is absolutely spectacular. I mean, from beginning to end, I've actually been listening to it a lot as I work um, because it's it like. There's this point where, like, I, I can and cannot listen to music when I, when I write. Uh, I can't really listen to, like, pop stuff or, or lyric-heavy stuff. Uh, and even though um, Combo Chimbita do have lyrics, um, Carolina, uh, Carolina Oliveros is her last name, yeah. I think? Um, yeah. her, her vocals transcend that. Like, they're more of an instrument. I hear them more as an instrument than just a vehicle for lyrics. Um, and so it just kind of, her vocals just blend in beautifully with, with the sound that they, that the band is creating. And it's just, oh, I love it. I absolutely That's love true, it. It gets like my another, blood flowing. like, rock thing that they have going on where it's sort of mm-hmm. like shoegaze. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, where the vocals are another instrument. Sure, sure, sure. Totally, totally. To me, this is the band that people need to watch out for in 2019. This is, um, as far as I'm concerned, this is the best album I've heard thus far. Uh, it's not even out yet. Uh, it's out on May 5th, uh, for all our fans and listeners out there. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, this to me is the band of, of 2019. I'm calling it now, you know, good for Kuko and his debut album. Good for like all these little cool, cool, you know, indie artists that are coming out. As far as I'm concerned, this is the this is the the at least the first really truly mind blowing record that I've heard this year. Um, I mean, it so. is pretty wild. I mean, and I I love that it's sort of like, um, you know, they call it like tropical futurism. And what I love about it is that the the futurism is real because they're actually creating like new sounds instead of mm-hmm. just like putting like sci-fi elements on there. Yeah. But like, I also love that like they put. That, they, that there is, like, this sort of, like, slightly um, sci-fi aspect to the production on the album. Uh, so it's also, it's also fun that way. Yeah, when people, when people, you know, think of futurism, I think they think of, like, this new, evolved, you know, f- again, futuristic place. And, like, to me, this sounds more like the wormhole that would take you there. Um, it doesn't sound yes! like the place. Oh it God, sounds like the that. journey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely obsessed with Combo Chimbita, really excited for this album and really excited to keep talking about, you know, the amazing playlist that we have, um, going on today. Um, of course, this is a lot of new music. Brought our A game on this. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've been like getting back into the habit of like, you know, because the Bops playlist has really helped me sort of, um, 
remain fresh on stuff. Like I may not get to write about everything new, but I'm at least getting to throw it all in there. And it's, and it's so weird and diverse that like, you know, you kind of just go and you save the tracks that you dig and you just keep on moving. And, and, you know, I mean, I feel like that's perfect. Um, and up next, check out, uh, the song mess box playlist. If you ever need something to listen to, because it is there for you. Yes, God. In case anyone's wondering how I've been doing, I've been writing a little bit less and working for a creative agency a little bit more, but I still get to be in the music space and that makes me very happy. Amazing. Um, well, let's talk about the next track, uh, which um, uh, is by Jay Patron, and this is with uh, production by Del Tatron. Um, and you, you brought this track in, Bev. What can you tell us about Mi Medicina, uh, Molly Water? Well, um, this is off uh, Jay Patron's new EP. And it's a lot of collaborations with uh, the wonderful Delta Tron, and they make a great uh, pair. And um, one thing that's wonderful about it is, I don't know, I feel like it's, this is also rather an, another sort of tropical futurism, mm-hmm. because he's, he's blending a, a trap and a reggaeton aesthetic in this really perfect way. I think it's like trapetone or something. Okay. And I just think it's like this very logical musical conclusion, but then like it's like also dipped in like uh, festival day glow, which makes a lot of sense because he actually lives in the Coachella Valley. Oh, work. And, um, so yeah, and the I don't know. I feel like this is this could be my song of the summer, even though like I don't do a lot of drugs or like I don't know hook up with people who are not my husband. Well. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and listen to that now. Again, this is uh, Jay Patron, um, you know, and uh, with production by Del Tatron. The track is Mi Medicina, Molly Water. Uh, and we'll be right back with more Song Mess.
featuring Monte Hood, and I don't know, this song, when I listened to it before we started, um, or just this song, when I, when I first heard it, it really, um, it grabbed my, my heart, it made me have feelings, yeah. and I, so, it, and it's, um, I love the production, it feels like an update of, uh, like, a new wave song that would have, like, come out of England in the early 80s, like, kind of like a poppy post-punk sort of thing but with like lots of heart and feeling sort of like something maybe even the english beat would have done see i'm getting um, a lot I, I i thought of it more as like 
this sort of very like um, modern wave of R&B that's sweeping Latin America right now, but with a pulse, like with, ah! with more upbeat than like the usual sort of sad boy tropes. Um, and so the <clears throat> uh, Wit Sound is part of uh, Monte Hood. Monte Hood is uh, actually a collective. I just kind of put that uh, in parentheses sort of like just to be efficient. So Monte Hood uh, are this collective from, um, from Yucatan, from the Yucatan Peninsula. Um, uh, uh, it's comprised of Javier Cali, Pedro Onda, uh, Guzman Uve, uh, and I believe DeWitt Sound. Um, and it's these four producers, and they're based, again, like uh, Playa del Carmen, some are in Merida. Um, and there's this big electronic scene kind of like bursting out of like the Yucatan Peninsula down, down in the south of Mexico, which is really, really interesting. And I love, 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 love uh, the stuff um, that, that these guys are doing. Again, it's just like, it's very like glossy, R&B, um, but some of it is like more like low, like like chill, chill electronica. Um, so the track uh, "Lover" is by DeWitt Sound, and it features Javier Cali and Pedro Onda, who are like core members of Monte Hood, and also Serloff, um, whom I don't know. But again, all of these artists are like just starting out. These are all like 22 year old kids, man. Um, and to me, Monte Hood is, which is the the, the label slash collective, um, they're they're going to be the next finesse. I'm I'm calling it now. They're going to be the next finesse records, which is where like Jesse Baez and Girl Ultra and like Teen Flirt all kind of exploded out of. And I I, I really really think Monte Hood are are the next uh, step in that wave. I'm I'm very very excited about them. Uh, you guys should check them out. And they've actually they actually have playlists where they are featuring um, their music. Um, and uh, and collaborators and o other local musicians. Um, so the Yucatan Peninsula um, is mostly like known for obviously like tourism and beaches and stuff like that. That's where Cancun is. That's where like Tulum is. Um, but uh, you know, again, I don't think it's really associated with this like burgeoning electronic music scene. Um, no, and but it seems like the group to get excited about. And since you're you're calling them essentially the future, we are continuing with the tropical futurism theme. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, and flavors of tropical futurism so far. Well, I, and I think we're gonna have a fourth one in, <laughs> coming up um, because up next we have a song by Kalimutsa, which isn't someone I would necessarily label as tropical futurism, but she linked up with um, Lael Yaverias of Bodega Island in New York City, um, and they put together a crazy psychedelic, you know very danceable, hella weird because it's Calimosa, a uh, little merengue track and it's called Casita de Merengue um, and it's really, really cool and you know, for those who might be familiar with um, with Bodega Island, uh, it's usually um, a series of artists, not not all of them Dominican, although the majority are Dominican, putting, um, putting kind of like weird alternative t twists on Dominican music so like, you know um, I've, I've seen like you know, chiptune merengue and like psychedelic bachata and stuff like that. And it's like, what the hell? Um, so like this, if Kalimuta was trying to go in a merengue direction, it makes perfect sense that she would reach out uh, to La Llaverias or, or vice versa. Um, but I, I'm completely obsessed with the song. Um, all right, so we're gonna listen to Kalimuta. The song is uh, Casita de Merengue. This is featuring La Llaverias. Um, and we'll be right back with more new music. Casa, blanca y chiquitita, firme las paredes, sobre el 
Vamos a la plaza y luego vamos al cine Si no quieres dormir podemos ir a caminar Fumarnos un cigarro en tu coche de conversar Soy rico pero no todo es dinero Lo más valioso de verdad lo que más quiero yo Es tu amistad que para mí no tiene precio Nunca te marches ni me trates con desprecio Yeah, um, I I dug this as soon as I heard it because it was it's like 
you know, there's always the song of the summer. People are always skipping right to summer. This is like the song of the spring, you know? Yeah. This, this makes uh-huh. me want to put on, like, a breezy floral print jumpsuit and go to the park. And um, you said you liked it, too, didn't you? Yes. I, I actually, because I really, really, really like the Wookiees. The Wookiees are one of the most surprising, you know, acts I think I've ever sort of encountered. Because it's just like, it's, it's, it's gimmicky. It's a bunch of guys dressed as Chewbacca. And then they get on the stage and then they play, like, the craziest sort of, like, synthy EDM. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay. And, like, suddenly it's like a David, a David Guetta show. And you're like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, um, they're actually they're actually good. And yes. um, on top of that, and like, yeah, no, I've seen them live and they are super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we see them together at Ruido Fest? Because I, um, I, 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 I saw no. them there and I feel like I saw, saw them somewhere else, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I saw them at like an LAMC performance, I think before we met. Oh, wow. I've always um, wanted to do something around them. And maybe I'll get the chance this time because they've got a new album coming out called Tripicalia. Mm-hmm. So again, with sort of like a, a tropical theme, but um, exploring new futures uh, once again, because the video is like features like um, maybe a non-binary space alien having mm-hmm. a romance um, with maybe another interplanetary being, maybe um, like an Earthling. I'm not really sure. <laughs> and um, mood. But yeah, no. But I, I'm obsessed with it because of the uh, heavy sapphic. Uh, undertones and yeah and like so the album is like very like uh very cool I think the album is going to be based on like the single it's going to be like very uh cool dreamy like kind Mm -hmm. of tropical psych pop and I am so stoked yeah it's definitely a a sonic evolution I because like again they're you know I think their last album or their last EP was very sort of like big booming you know EDM stadium sounds um and then this just felt like much more um I I don't want to say subdued because it's not chill per se but it's it's more like it just felt more fuller more pop I suppose more accessible um less neon um, well, I think that it's more like of the of the times, like yeah, the yeah, yeah, neon yeah. EDM thing. It's it's still got its audience, which is huge, but it's not exactly like the cutting edge of culture right now. Yeah, we're not party rocking anymore for sure. But um, Thank you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I really really like this and like the video. Actually, it's so funny that you should mention that because it reminded me uh, of another video that I saw this year. This is by um, Little Dragon. Um, they have a song uh, called "Lover Chanting," and it kind of help uh, ha- um, happens in a, like a like an RPG like role playing kind of game type of thing. Um, and it reminded me of that with like again this little space alien thing. Like a lot of the characters in that Little Dragon video kind of look like that. And and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I really, 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 really like what the Wookiees are doing. Um, so up next, we have a song by August Eve. Uh, it's called You Already Know. You brought this in, Bev. Uh, so what's up with, with Miss August? Um, well, she's from L.A., and uh, this is her new music. She had some stuff before, and I really like her new music. She is a singer, songwriter, producer, and this song, um, I feel like it's sort of like uh a little bit lana del rey in Mm -hmm, the sense that mm -hmm. like there's this kind of like throwback but very modern production and like kind of um some twin peaks vibes going on but um with like actual soul to it it's a little dusty springfield yeah and then like i think you know kind of like a if not in in sound then at least in spirit a little um 
you know, bolero, emotional mm-hmm. ballad, undertone, and which makes it like legitimately like cool as opposed to like Lana Del Rey wanna be cool. Yeah. And um, so I'm just I'm super here for August Eve. Um, did yeah. I mention she's based in LA? Yes, you did. And I, and I wouldn't sleep on her kids because, um, you know, August Eve is part of that whole like Jasper Bones, Cuco crew uh, of sort of like Chicano soulsters that are kind of blowing up right now out of Texas, out of out of California. Um, and I, it, and this particular scene is a little low on 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 female representation. So I would definitely keep an eye on August Eve because she is she I really, really like her. What what little I've heard of her, I've always enjoyed. So um, I'm actually very excited to play her on the show today. Um, all right, so listen to that. So let's listen to that now. Again, this is August Eve. The track is You Already Know, uh, and we'll be right back with more new music. Thank you. 
Um, so that last song we just heard was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about that. Yes. So Mave Frati is actually someone we have played on the show before. Uh, uh, my our friend, um, oh God, Alejandro Ortiz out in Guatemala. He he brought her in uh, once upon a time when I interviewed him. Um, and Mave Frati is a Guatemalan cellist uh, who is based in Mexico City. Um, and she is, I mean, I think she maybe do does orchestra work and stuff like that. A lot of I know a lot of actual classical musicians here who also like are just in very heavy experimental circles, like Hibrana uh, Cervantes of, of Victoria um, or uh, Luisito from uh, Carla Morrison's band, um, but. Um, you know, but Mave Frati again. She's a she's a a, cello, a cellist, and again, she like she plays these beautiful harmonies. But she also like is uh, she's adept at production. She likes to do looping. Uh, her vocals are gorgeous. They're like angelic. Um, and then like what I really liked about this particular song, which is called Todo Lo Que Querías Saber, um, is that like she sets the tempo by just plucking at her cello, and so it it gives wow. it. Yeah, so it gives it, like, you still have a beat, but it's not like a drum machine. It's not an 808, you know? It's, it's, so it's somehow more full-bodied, a bit, like, less conventional. And then she'll bring in, like... it gives it a folk feel, even though the production's very, like, feels electronic. Yeah, it's very gauzy. It's very ethereal. Uh, Mave Frati is part of this. Um, there's sort of a super group that has formed uh, in the last few weeks. Um, not in the last few weeks, in the last few months. Uh, I believe it's her, Hibrana Cervantes, again, a Victoria, uh, Camille Mendoki, and if I'm not mistaken, Concepcion, Concepcion Huerta. Um, and like, it's these these four very different, very strange experimental musicians. And right now they're just operating under the name of like their, just their full names, like this group. Um, but like, again, like they, you know, Mave Frati will like, has, has played with Manitas Nerviosas, you know, she's played with, uh, I think with Victoria, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she, again, she runs in these experimental kind of noisy circles, but again, she can, it, it, it's never not beautiful. Um, cause she's very, very skilled. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I just, um... I'm super into the uh, confluence of pop and like modern classical or yes. and, and experimental music. Like I finally got to see Balloon live. Yes. And that was life changing. So guys, I've... never miss a chance to see Balloon live. I'm plotting to bring them to Mexico City. I don't know how I'm going to fucking do it. Like, a friend and I were thinking of starting a Kickstarter. Like, I Put it I out want... into the universe. Manifest that shit. I've been manifesting, girl. We've been manifesting. I'm trying to get them down here. I've been, like, annoying them on Instagram. Shout out to Balloon Forever. But I've been annoying them. I'm like, I want to bring y'all down here. I need these people to know. I'll, I'll be, like, your fucking, like, tour manager. Um, it's just, you just I... need to start, like, a booking agency or something, Richard. At this point, I kind of do. <laughs> just drop um, the other shoe so um so let's move on to the next track which is by omar apollo um and it's a track called ashamed i mean he just 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 dropped a new ep uh, called friends um yes, but sir. i but but ashamed came out less than a month ago like two three weeks ago um and i really liked it and you know again i i complained that i ha- a complaint that i have leveled against omar apollo in the past is that i'm bored you know it's just it's part of this sort of xanax pop that you know it's just like all the kids are falling oh, asleep today we and, thought he was gonna do that but this ep I, kind of blows that out of the water really because i heard the song friends and it was just like white boy with guitar it was just an acoustic <clears throat> whatever song to me i haven't oh, heard no. the ep um, a lot of it is like kind of like left field r&b but genuinely okay. weird mm. and then on top of it like there's like 
he's doing these like really interesting like soul funk things that's mm-hmm. like um like indie almost like an indie Bruno Mars kind of thing and um I don't know man <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll give it a, I'll give it a whirl. I mean, but Ashamed really jumped at me when I first heard it. I was like, oh, holy crap. This is so cool. This is so exciting. Because, like, I immediately got the, it's a Prince reference. It's a Prince reference. Like, from his voice to, like, the, like, super heavy bass lines. Like, you know, he's doing his falsettos. And it's just like, it sounds like Prince. And I was just like, okay, I'm on board. Um, it sounds like Prince without being a ripoff, without being, like, a copy. It just, it like, again, it's, it's, it's the thin line of, like, reference and imitation. And I love it. Um, and, I yeah, I mean. It's just Prince. I think that, like, you know, there was, oh, like, a, it's probably a lot more. of music. You know, there was a lot of music like like that in that era, and um, I, it almost like I almost feel like he's like he's so weird about it that it's almost like um, it's all, he's almost pushing it into like really experimental territory, though. Mm, so I don't think like, he's weird at all. I find him super conventional. I actually, I don't, I, that's, I don't know. I thought I think this EP was like quite interesting. To mm. the point where I'm not like, oh my god, I love it. I'm more like, I really want to see how he develops these ideas on a full length album. Yeah, I'm 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 keeping an eye on him. I mean, it seems a lot of people are, so I'm kind of doing it by default. Um, but you know, this is the first one that's really sort of like, kind of blown up in my face, where I'm like, oh, okay, uh huh, you have my attention now. Um, so let's go ahead and play that now. Uh, again, uh, this yeah. is Omar Apollo. The song is Ashamed, uh, and we'll be right back with more new music. Let the listeners decide. Yeah. <laughs> don't need you in my life. It's not that I don't love you,
So the second song we just heard is by Chicago-based um, psych pop band uh, called Divino Niño. Uh, this is their latest single, Coca-Cola. Um, and you brought this in, Bev. Uh, what's I up did. with Divino Niño? Um, well, you know, they've got a new album coming out in this summer called Foam. Um, and it's really good. And I just, I love, it's like, they've got this kind of like, sort of like 70s FM radio art rock mm-hmm. thing going on and I just they put a lot of work into the melodies mm-hmm. which I love because very few bands bother to do that anymore and I just but also like there's like this really weird production that reminds me of like um and, and like all the different instruments um that they're using that reminds me of like I don't just how free and wild things were with like indie rock in like the very early 2000s and late 90s so it's just like they threw everything in there and made it sound awesome. And mm-hmm. you just, the Coca-Cola is the tip of the iceberg. You have to hear this whole album. Yeah, I, again, uh, yeah, because uh, Foam was the first single and had like this weird sort of uh, amorphous pastel, psych- very psychedelic video. Um, and, and even the album art for Coca-Cola um, has a bit of that. Again, it's just sort of these jagged yet rounded out shapes. It's, it's, it's odd. I, I really, really like them. Uh, I think we discovered them at the same time at Ruido Fest in Chicago. We saw them together at Ruido Fest. And I think I called them like Melty Pop at the first time I heard them. Uh, probably yeah i think you did actually um and i've i mean i've definitely followed them very very closely since um i'm i'm definitely trying to be on this album cycle because like this is because like when they dropped the the last album which was this uh sexy fornia tapes um it was oh god it was so fucking good and i was just like wait why is nobody talking about this band um so divino nino i think are doing it right this time around they're building hype they're building steam they're building buzz uh they're reaching out to press um, and yeah, I, this is a band that you guys need to be on top of. Again, Divino Nino is going to make a, pl- a splash this summer. Expect them. Oh, expect on, to see them at festivals for sure. They're on tour right now. Oh, there you go. Um, with another band that I haven't heard of that's apparently bigger than they are. Um, and yeah, check them out. Look up yeah. the tour dates, guys, here in the U.S. And shout out to Chicago. Chicago I, I wrote a I wrote a piece a while ago about like you know indie names blowing up out of Chicago and and there's good stuff. I mean there's you know obviously Divino Nino. I think Omar Apollo is based in Chicago if I'm not mistaken. Um, he is from outside Chicago. Gotcha. But um, little small town in Indiana actually. But oh he's really? Recently relocated to Los Angeles because he is blowing the fuck up. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. And uh, but there's also Tatiana Hazel. There's Victor. Um, it, there's just good stuff happening in Chicago. Uh, Kaina, um, oh, what's her I name? Ness Heads. Yeah, uh, Ness Heads, uh, 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 Lester Ray. Oh, Lester Ray's last EP was actually really, really beautiful. So um, anyway, good stuff coming out of Chicago, guys. Um, but up next, we have a song by uh, Miguel and Flor de Toloache, which is an unlikely pairing. It's not something I expected to see. Um, and you and you brought this in today because you're always good with these like weird, cool, unexpected discoveries. Uh, so what can you tell us about Te Lo Dije? Uh, well, I believe it's part of a, a larger... No, I think it's just it's just a song. I mean, it's Miguel and he's like, you know... Um, I believe there's an English version of the song. But oh, like, cool. you know, he's just digging into um, his Mexican heritage. And mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, I love that he linked up with Mariachi Flor de Toloache for this because, um, you know, they were Grammy nominated for one of their albums. Um, They, you know, they're like low key a big deal. Um, 
So it's just, but like obviously, like uh, Miguel is maybe has a little more name recognition. Right. So I hope that this like makes people more aware, more um, mariachi floor aware. And, yeah. Um, I, yeah. No, it's just a great song. I'm really here for for what Flor de, for Flor de Toloache because I, I I remember I think it was you who wrote a piece on them a while ago I'm not 100 um, oh, percent. but I wrote one for the Village Voice. But I, I I remember reading a story where they were like yeah we're doing mariachi but we're so interested in, we're tr- interested in bringing this tradition into into new disciplines and, and so it's it's really cool to see Miguel on this but also for example they were just featured on the new Making Movies track which also features. Um, uh, Ruben Blades, and I mean they they don't do very much. I mean they're just kind of doing background vocal back backup vocals, um, but there's still like the emotion that they're able to bring into like their mariachi compos- compositions. They were able to bring that into like this more sort of um, very I don't know like rock rumbero type of <laughs> type of feel. Um, and again, like they're just sort of expanding. They're just trying all these new things and like bringing like their beautiful vocals or like even like you know their 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 instrumentation to you know new sounds or artists that you wouldn't expect it. Like, again, a making movies or even Miguel here. Um, and with Miguel, um, I think his new album is going to be in all Spanish, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I did not know that, but cool. Yeah, Remezcla, because he's, he's like the, the digital cover story of Remezcla, I believe, uh, for April or maybe May. Um, and so they've been promoting that. Like, his, his, next, uh, his next release is going to be, I believe, all in Spanish, if not mostly in Spanish. Um, and yeah, oh. and, and it's... Yeah, and they've been making a big deal. Uh, uh, Andrea Gonf, who is the editor-in-chief of Remezcla, she wrote a, 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 a short post saying, you know, she's like, I remember once upon a time when Miguel was just starting to blow up that I pitched a story, you know, around him uh, being Mexican-American. And, you know, I was compl- I was scoffed at. She was like, you know, they were like, he doesn't sing in Spanish. He's not Mexican enough. Um, and so she's like, it, I'm so happy to be able to have this as our cover story, you know, because it's just like, it is... Um, you know, I, we're getting to showcase different aspects of Latinidad. You know, it's just like somebody doesn't have to be performing in Spanish to be Latino, you know, or totally. to speak. But that also like, oh man, that's like, that's, oh. that's heavy. Like, you know, um, <laughs> I really like Ambar Lucid mm-hmm. and, you know, she sings in English, but she's Latina. And like, you know, she's talked about how, you know, people told her that like, she couldn't be Latina and sing in English because people like wouldn't get it. And they told her to sing in Spanish. And it's like, come on, this hurts my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's again, it's, it's that, it's that weird line. Like I think, uh, I I think actually I was talking about it with you maybe about Hope Sandoval from, you know, Mazzy star, you know how like she's Latina, but like she doesn't really, make a big deal out of it also because like in the 90s you know that would have gotten you pegged as something that you know might might be different from what you were trying to do um and so it's just like you know like or it would you're put, like all the focus on that suddenly uh-huh exactly Which well I now i mean we still have to deal with well, but now it's now it's different. I mean, because now now you can exploit that narrative. I mean, like you know, there I, there's so many people who are ready to be queer for their art and not queer in their day to day life. You know, because again, like these identities, these you know, this racialization of culture, you know, have made it have made it clickable, have made it appealing, and so a and lot I mean, of people like, are, are ready to like, capitalize on that. There's a negative side to that, but I, I think it's just part of like an evolution that I hope. Oh, is totally. Place, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, hopefully the dust will settle and people will be like, you know, the, the result will be like, oh, that we're just more conscious of people's diversity and identity and, you know, different perspectives and not just that it's like, you know, 17 identities on a Twitter bio, which is something that, you know, at the end of the day, you, you 
you know, have all these social signifiers, but at the end of the day, I still don't know anything about you. So anyway. My only identity anyway. on my Twitter bio is a polished ice. Um, my only identity on Songmess's Twitter bio is that we are uh, the El Podcast Ultra Hipster. I love um, that. <laughs> that's like, um, who is the guy that said that about us? That's Ishisha. That's the Peruvian producer who uh, makes electronic music in Quechua. Thank um, you forever. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and listen to this. Again, this is Miguel. This is featuring uh, Mariachi Flor de Toloache. The track is Te Lo Dije. And we'll be right back with more music. I que te quiero mostrar y que no termina porque va profundo como el de la mar vamos a escaparnos porque yo, yo sé que tuyo es el placer en mi mirada pero solo recuerda todo premio requiere un esfuerzo ay, me duele decírtelo Solo contigo atravesar Un rumbo que es de la mar Vamos a escaparnos porque yo sé que Tú es la malicia en mi hablar Pero solo recuerda Que este premio se siente eterno Dije yo, oh, 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 o
No, she's based in Chile. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Chilean. She's, she's, um, I knew that. And, you know, I really, uh, you know, she's carving out an interesting space for herself as a pop artist. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Richard, why did you bring this? 
So I just really like the song. I mean, Paloma Mami, I, I, it's, it's really interesting because, like, I remember she, like, dropped the track a while back. And, like, you know, I, I pitched it to Remezcla. And then I did a quick search and I realized Remezcla hadn't written about her. And, and everybody in Chile has been talking about Paloma Mami for, like, at least the last year. They're like, you don't know Paloma Mami? Because before she, like, if you go on her, excuse me, if you go on her Spotify, you'll see that she has three tracks. That's all she has. It's three, three, three tracks. She's already signed to Sony Music Latin. Um, she just performed at Lollapalooza Chile. And I'm like, you have three tracks, probably a, a, an impending EP. So I guess like you can mold a set around that. But her three tracks, like Finjias, which is the most recent track, which came out on March 22nd, has, already has nearly 16 million plays. So she is this huge artist. Like She has a huge social media presence. She's obviously very beautiful, very Kardashian-esque, um, but she's also working with the right people. And the beats are right. The production is right. Her I vocals like are... Style. It's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I always stay like super skeptical of like Same. artists like this because I feel like they are kind of cooked up. Like, Completely. Com- this like is a manufactured like, artist. <laughs> like, and so it's like not that like, and so then like the popularity I feel like is also uh, manufactured. Like, yes. You can buy that. You can put yes. shit in front of people and cause it to be a phenomenon. And it's like, I feel like uh, I'm a little skeptical, honestly, about Billie Eilish, like in the same way. Like I want to mm. call bullshit on that. And like, I wonder like, how much does she create her own aesthetic? How much, you know, was she just like in her own space before mm-hmm. she was signed? Um, I mean, like the facts are reported as such, but like everyone also said the same thing about Lord, and like she's been she's been getting like coaching since she was thirteen. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean exactly, and so and they're both very much like Instagram pop stars, you know, like this is they've. They've grown out of social media and then, you know, and I mean, it's, it's manufactured. And again, like Lord is manufactured. That doesn't make her any less talented. Um, no, certainly not. You I know, just like, wish I, that, like, um, on the one hand, I wish that like, you know, you can, people can just be honest about like things mm, being manufactured sure, or sure, sure. stop manufacturing them. Um, and if we are going to like manufacture these things, it's like, I do want to see women in the driver's seat putting these things totally together. totally you know? well i so mean someone like and then it's also like people have this like hunger for you know authenticity in their pop artists now mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like i just so don't don't just lie to people to give them that well i i think someone like like even like rosalia for example like rosalia is not uh, the current state of, of Rosalia is manufactured for sure. I mean, Rosalia as is currently right now is definitely the product of a team of people. It's not just El Guincho doing some good beats. It's just like from the choreography to the styling, to like the marketing, to the videos, to like the collabs, it's, like it's, like, it is a product of a team. And brilliant and everything yes. is perfect. And I'm so and glad. She, and she like, doesn't claim know, to not be, <laughs> yeah. you know, has the machinery behind that to make it yes. instantly globally famous. Yes. Um, at the same time, uh, I would almost like rather know the true story mm. than just have this like come out of nowhere. Like, how did you create this? Like, I want to go like inside the pop stars workshop. You know? Ooh, that but would be still, interesting. Yeah. It's still so opaque. 
Um, well, when I go to Chile, I'm definitely going to ask questions about Paloma Mami. Because, like, it's not that, like, I don't think she's bad. I, you know, again, I just, I find it a little factory made. Um, but I think he has is the first, of the three songs, it's the first one to really jump out at me. I really, really like it. I was just like, it's, it's sort of like, again, it's just very, like, polished Dembo. Um, Dembo pop, the well, Dembo influenced pop, you know. I was just like, oh, okay, cool, you know. It's it's the ki- what the kids are listening to these days. Great, um, but I, again, I thought it was very well done. I thought it was fun. The video is really beautiful, quite opulent. Um, and, and another thing about that is that mm-hmm. you know, this she has the potential to be like a Dembo influenced global pop star. I really oh, totally. think that like this can be everywhere in a year, and that's great because. Um, you know, she is actually Latina, unlike, say, Justin Bieber. Boop. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and her songs, like, again, she has three songs. And, like, the, 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 the first two tracks have, you know, 50 million plays each. And then the other one, which came out less than a month ago, has 16 million. Like, I mean, she is definitely a force to be reckoned with. And, again, a lot of people, like, she apparently had a great set at Lollapalooza Chile. A lot of people praised her. And, again, like, I, you know, I, hey, I, I don't want it to be. There, that's all I really care about at the end of the day. Exactly. That, and, like, you know, the singer themselves has some kind of voice in what's going on. I am um, still doubtful about the talent on her end. I, I don't know this because I, I haven't gotten enough from her. Um, but like, you know, I, I guess I just don't want people to think that because I think something is, is factory made, it's necessarily bad. Um, again, as I said, like Rosalia, you know, is factory made um, or well, current, the, the current yeah, evolution I mean, like, of pre- Rosalia. Prior to this though, she was absolutely not a factory made artist. It's important to stress that like she was yeah. a genuine, serious absolutely. flamenco singer. Yes. And she was already like an alternative flamenco singer and um, somehow this just rockets her into like, you know, 2024. But yeah. like, and you know, how can you not love it? Yeah. Yeah. The like talent some... is there. Yeah. Or even, even someone like Justin Bieber, like you mentioned, like, I mean, I personally kind of he's gross to me but i i but he is talented like he has a voice he can dance he has stage presence you know at, you at know, these days I actually kind of by his story that he really did just come up on youtube oh sure why not so that yeah. part is true also mm-hmm. unless like you can also fake that so it's like it's or Pablo Vitar. Pablo Vitar came up on YouTube and then and then like suddenly she had a team and now is like the biggest pop star in oh brazil God. tell me about meeting her I, I, I mean, I cry. I, I didn't cry, but I want to. I wanted to. Um, she was a ball of energy. It was a 15-second meet and greet. It was like, hola, vamos a tomar fotos. And then, like, we took some photos. And, and then she was on her way. And then the you live show contact, was spectacular. Though, right? Oh, absolutely. I shook her hand. She hugged me. You know, the whole, that's, the whole nine. She, com- she complimented my outfit. No, and your, um, your, 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 that picture is everything. Oh, I have so many. (laughs) What what would the word be? Like, um, Parece como el boca tío. How bad was that? How bad was that? Uh, Not not too bad. Bocadillo is pretty solid. What did I say? Um, You said bocadillo. No, but what did I say in English? Oh, I'm not 100%. You you don't know what I said. I tried to tell you you were looking like a snack. Oh... Gotcha. I definitely was looking like a snack. I'm not going to say I wasn't. Uh, that, that, I, I thought I learned a new word. Bocadillo, snack in Spanish, right? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> I just didn't make the connection. Um, well, I say como un bocadillo. That's my new... 
No. Anyway, we can move on. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I mean, we are essentially done. Um, I want to remind uh, all our listeners uh, that you can listen to Song Mess on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, again, just search Song Mess. It'll come right up. Even in, even in the search bar on Google, it'll come right up. Um, you can follow us on social media uh, at Song Mess, uh, just at Song Mess. Uh, so that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and if you want to write in, uh, feel free to message us at songmessmusic at gmail.com. We're always ready to like hear your feedback, uh, pitches, suggestions requests um i mean some good stuff has definitely come out of the inbox um guys no one has sent us their address in a while if you send us our your address we will send you song mess stickers and like other freebies as long as it's in the u.s guys as long as it's in the u.s (laughs) because i will be the one who does this you will get like a postcard and and like care package directly from me because we love our fans and I'm not on Song Mess that much lately, but I am still super here for it. Um, we have been getting a lot of new listeners, uh, both, uh, you know, in English and Spanish. Um, do you want to tell people where they can find you on social media or where they can find your words, Bev? Oh, um, yeah. Well, just, I guess, Google Beverly Bryan. But um, if you want to find me on Instagram, where I do sometimes promote my articles, it's uh, Bad Idea Podluck. It's like a potluck, but you bring bad ideas instead of food. So bad idea potluck. <laughs> and then I'm DJ BB Check. That's DJ B-B-C-H-E-C-K on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I write for Remescla, various places. Um, and yeah, that's really all I do. So that's all there is to check out. And for all you children, the newcomers, Beverly is the OG song mess. We started the show together uh, a little more than three years ago. So respect. Put respect on her name, y'all. Um, and obviously oh, I will link <laughs> and I will link to everything in the in the show notes, of course. Um, oh, oh well, and speaking uh, of yes. speaking mm-hmm. of respect, the last Please. song. Here's um, an OG name. Las Robertas. They have a new EP yes. out. Yes. And the song um, Thunder Rider is my jam. Yeah, tell us about the CP. Tell us about Thunder Rider, uh, okay, which is well, the track. The EP is called Together Outrageously. Like mm-hmm. all their EPs and albums, it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, actually, did come out of nowhere because they dropped music as will, at will without telling anyone, um, or at least without telling me. And, um, and I think it's because they really do do it for the love. They're like super indie folks who just... Um, they, they do what they do. And um, Thunder Rider has this really cool, like, almost like lo-fi Pacific Northwest indie pop thing going on, but also like kind of a 70s hard rock um, mm-hmm. thing going on. So it's like, I kind of want to be like driving in a, like a, an airbrush painted van with like unicorns on it <laughs> that sounds and, like something mecha would drive actually <laughs> and like a dragon um but also i'm wearing a k records t-shirt uh-huh. and it's just so this is like oh i'm so into it <laughs> Cool. Well, I mean, I haven't heard it. I did listen to the track uh, uh, "Living uh, Together Outrageously," um, and I absolutely loved it. So I have no doubt Thunder Rider is going to be also the fucking jam. Uh, what a great moment to uh, to to close out. Again, uh, I'll remind you guys. Uh, you know, social media and and all that jazz uh, will be in the show notes. Um, and also, like, remember we have our Bops playlist. All the new stuff uh, is always going on there. So you know, stay tuned and listen to whatever you like and save whatever you like and you know, let 
let us help you curate your playlists. Um, and of course, if you want to support Songmess financially, uh, we have a little online store on Threadless. That's songmess.threadless.com. Uh, again, we have t-shirts, sweatshirts, notebooks, cups, books, etc., etc. Help us sell out. We want to be the next, uh, we want to be podcasting Malumas. Um, so uh, thank you so much, Beverly Brian, for joining us again today. Uh, sending you all the love from Mexico City to NYC. Hopefully I'll see Aww. you sooner than later. I miss you, um, dude. Come back and visit. I, I might be up there for LAMC. Can't, can't guarantee. Ooh. Felt cute, might delete. Not sure. Richard just dropped a bomb on me. Ah. Um, well, also, uh, I miss you listeners, guys. I mean, some of, some of y'all I keep in touch with on social media, but if you're hearing this, uh, hi, I'm still alive. <laughs> Well, again, follow Bev and interact with Bev uh, on social media. Again, I will link to her Insta and Twitter. Uh, again, this is La Robertas. The track is Thunder Rider. Thank you so much for listening to Song Mess, and we'll catch you guys next time. Ciao. Bye.